There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. Class is in session. So, let the grading begin. It's the Big Dave Show Relationship Report Card on B105. Check up from the neck up time and join us as usual. We got stat wife Kayla here with us. Good morning, stat wife. Good morning. And uh, fresh to at a victory lap after an uber successful uh, yard sale this past weekend <laughs> at the uh, Hired Estate, we have Officer Nick. Yeah, I'm still looking for that money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually worked it. So, uh, all right, well, we're, we're going to let ladies go first today. Stat wife Kayla, what do you got? Well, you know, I was pretty sure that the typical stat trait, the whole TST thing, might have been one generational. But no, no, I was proved wrong this weekend. There were multiple stats this weekend. Um, babe, I'm going to let you talk about all of the TST crap that we accumulated over the weekend. And <laughs> Wait, is this from Uncle Andy's house? Uh, yeah, yeah, see... He did have a lot in the barn. It's how we show our love for each other is we pass our junk back and forth. But it's all really good stuff, like a light bar off of an ambulance, like the siren, the old school ones. Who needs that? I I don't know, but I'd want it. So uh, he gave me that because, well, he's trying to get stuff out of the barn and figured I could take it. But I know I can't show up at home with it, so yeah. I'm just going to store it in my Uncle Andy's barn. Well, so the barn that was originally in? Yeah. Okay. It, it's Staying now storing there. my junk in uh, there with his junk. There's like this blow mold um, manger set up with the little baby Jesus oh, cool. that lights up, you know, the 80s things. You don't see those much anymore. Uh, there's a moped. It's a 1979 <laughs> Push Magnum 2 moped. Come on. Oh, oh no, Scott. You're going to yeah, get hurt on that. It doesn't run but I, I, I guarantee I can figure out how to make it work or put a weed eater motor on it. Well, you can also run. pedal them, those mopeds, the old ones like that. You could pedal, too. See, Kayla, it's not broken. I could still pedal it. The zero-turn mower, we could use a zero-turn mower, Kayla. All that yard I got to mow, it just needs wheels, a seat, new mower blades, and a roll bar on it. And it's been in the field for a couple years, but we could bring it back. Oh my God! I don't. So- I don't know how all these "quote unquote" gifts continue to cost me <laughs> time, money, brain cells with all of the gas fumes and all of the things. So and, that uh, that mower you just described sounds yeah. like it's it's everything except the mower. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even sound like a mower. Does it have a blade? Or anything? I mean, <laughs> well, it's we, like, we we replaced those. That might be the only thing there that makes it a uh, mower. I don't yeah. know, Kayla. I feel for you on this. Yeah, same. Yeah, he's wearing me down. I, I think I, I might have agreed to the moped, but I, I don't remember. There were so many pictures and so many. <laughs> and I bring this up. What about this? Hey, we got this yeah, now. Well, All right. Luckily, so... there was there was a doghouse in the barn, too. <laughs> I, I'll uh, just hold on to that. Stay right in there. Yeah. Yeah. You need to live in that thing. All right, uh, Officer Nick, what are we going on Ashley for today? Yeah, so this past weekend, Ashley did something that she really never does. She was watching TV. 
And Ashley doesn't watch TV, so that, was, that should be exciting. Just sitting still but, in general, right? I think, is hard. Yeah. It's tough. I get it. And relaxing and just kind of zone out for a minute. Exactly. But we only have one TV in the house, and it's usually mine. And having one TV isn't a big deal because she doesn't watch it. So what does she decide to watch? But this god-awful <laughs> series, not just a movie, a six-season, 15 episodes per season series entitled... Getting Away with Murder. And mm -hmm. I thought it had six episodes when I first looked at it. So I was like, oh, cool. I might be able to actually get through this. I did not realizing it's six seasons long. Whatever. I start it and I find it pretty interesting. And I'm like all into it. And then Nick gets up from his nap because he's 100 years old. And I'm trying to catch him up on my show so he can watch it with me. And he's just bashing it the whole time time how to get away with murder the viola davis show yes he's like this is yeah. terrible acting this is not what happens in a courtroom this is blah 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 and then i'm like hold on i do not bash your rigged football at all they already know who's going to the super bowl every season i don't say a word i just let you watch it Oh, that is not the same, and football is not rigged. I'm not one of these conspiracy theorists. But we got to get you your own TV in the bedroom or something. We got to put you in the corner because I cannot handle six seasons of this. It's, oh my god! Ninety guys, episodes, yeah. Nick. Ninety oh episodes. I doubt I make oh it to god. past ten. But. It's not easy to get away with murder, especially when you're married to a cop. She's got some studying yeah. to do. Oh, exactly. no, that's the other thing. If, if this is really a tutorial, I'm even more worried. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she's taking notes while she's watching. <laughs> yeah, what's a notebook? So how many episodes deep are you now? I think I watched mm. four. Four episodes. Maybe. Yeah. Without I was all excited. He came out, and we were going to watch a show together, and he completely hated my show. This is like the opposite of what I'm always watching on Investigation Discovery of how these people don't get away with murder. Right? <laughs> yeah, I like that stuff. That's what, yeah. Not only is he bashing it, he's telling me how much other people online hate it so much. I'm like, let yeah. me just enjoy it. God almighty. Listen, dude, she's sitting down and being quiet. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, what more do you need? <laughs> well, yeah, well, the problem is, guys, that she does, she's not okay with me just like, I'm like, you know what, I'll just go hang out at my friend's house or whatever. No, it's like you will sit on the couch. So you're making him watch it? I thought we could do it together. But then he's scrolling Facebook and I'm like, what are you looking up? And he's like, camels. Put down your phone. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, we could make money if we have camels or if we get an alpaca farm. So I'm like, please put your phone down. We're going to end up, the, is this, the show's going to turn into real life. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Me being productive, yeah. Well, let's go to the grades here now. Uh, stat wife Kayla, for your house basically becoming a pretty much Sanford and Sons house, you know, the old junk store show from the 70s. What do you got? Well, he was going to get a, a C for all the crap that he keeps bringing home, but I've been thinking, I don't know, I'm going to have to borrow Nick and maybe he can come over and help me organize the stuff and we just have a we have a yard sale too. Maybe I can make a profit oh, on this. money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you hear Absolutely. that, Ashley? These for cha-ching. Because when it comes <laughs> yeah. to yard sales and Nick, Ashley does all the work. That's right. Yeah, so you sure. borrow me, Kayla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl, gotcha. yes. So, uh, Officer Nick, for the How to Get Away with Murder marathon that's going to be going on daily in your house now. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to give Ashley an F for find me something else to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Stat wife, Kayla, Officer Nick, thank you as always. Enjoy your days and your time away from your respective others. <laughs> yeah.
The yeah. end is near. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 634. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. I was super excited when I see who's on the line here because it's one of my favorite people in the world who is the mother of two of my favorite people in the world also. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Peyton and Presley. You know, Peyton from Peyton's Lemonade Stand. Jess is here. Good morning, Jess. Hey, Big Dave. So are you calling in to tell us some great thing about Peyton's Lemonade Stand? I'm just dying to hear that. Well, <laughs> well we can talk about that later, but I've got something else on my list I want to talk to you about. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. What do you got? I'm hearing from Beth's friends, and I'm getting the impression that you're leaving Miss Beth in the dark because she doesn't even know where you guys are going on Thursday. Talking about this lunch date. That's that right. The yes. date. Uh, Beth, who uh, did the cover of the Miley Cyrus song, Flowers, uh, talking about tater tots and everything, and I was uh, forced into a date with her by Ashley and Stat. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have any way to get in touch with her. I have her phone number. Well, you're supposed to be, you're the one that sent me the calendar invite. I, I did thought send you, were... you a calendar invite, but we were waiting to pick a place, and I also didn't want you to feel pressured to, like, have, having to keep up, you know, in text and all this. I kind of wanted you to almost be, like, blindly meeting her yeah. Thursday. We've got the time, 1 p.m. We just need the place, and, well, we need to tell Beth. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Well, and, and I think Beth, being a typical girl, is trying to figure out what to wear. And oh she doesn't God. know what to wear. Well, yeah. I'm going to look like a slob if that's if she wants to try to match me. That's what no, she's going to get. No, no, no. We getting... got 24 hours to clean you up. Oh, New God. jeans in, in order for Big Dave for this date. New jeans. Did... <laughs> is that why you asked me what my pants size was yesterday? These better not be skinny jeans. Look, somebody's got to wear the pants in this relationship, and Ashley might as well put them on because she darn sure ain't getting a date done. Oh, as long as God. I ain't taking them off, I'm there. Uh, well, I told her, I said I felt sure Big Dave wasn't going to be fancy and maybe you'd be wearing some khaki cargo shorts or something like that. Oh. Right, I can see it. The khaki cargo shorts with his long socks and hey dudes. Oh, gosh. Uh -huh. You got to try hey, these but jeans you know on. what? That is what I am. See, if I go out any other way, that's false advertising. There you go. You know, okay. it's like, Be hey, uh, jump in the boat. Now, here I am. This is what you got. <laughs> it's like, that's not the guy from the first date. So can I go back and tell Beth that you're not ghosting her? I'm not. Tell her Ashley's not ghosting her because this is out of my hands. This is on <laughs> Ashley now. She's got the number. Yeah, I'm very last minute. So um, this is normal behavior from me. Uh, I'll reach out and we'll, we'll get a okay. spot set up. Okay. And I did text with you the other day, and I what did I tell you? I said, I, I'm not very good at any of this. Yes. Because yes. you would ask me uh, something else about it, and I'm like, I'm really horrible at this. Yeah, well, here's the nice thing. Don't get worked up in your head about, I'm not this person, I, I'm not good at this. You're good at being you. And well, that's no, all I, you got to do is be that, yourself. That's what I told him. But it. I am not worried about being me. I just don't like this whole situation. That's that's where, that's where I'm coming from. It's is lunch. I, What's there not I know, to I like? I know that. But it's I don't. Food. I'm uncomfortable it's, with it. I'm going to do it. But I, I just want you to know that I'm uncomfortable with it. Not what it you is, said last week. I am just telling you I am uncomfortable <laughs> with it. The situation. Not saying I'm not going to do it. But that just, that's the honest feelings there. If you I want to wear some wool socks with them jeans Nerds. because somebody's got cold feet over here. Oh. No, I don't. I'm not saying I have cold feet. I just, it could be any woman. 
and this would make me uncomfortable. Is you what I'm saying. have had nothing. You've had to do nothing, not lift a finger. You're just going to launch. Do his you friends. not understand what I'm saying? I, I am saying I am I literally uncomfortable with this. I I then was married for over 20 years because I need to do it. I'm not saying okay. I don't have, but I'm just letting it be on the record that this makes me feel weird. Everybody's Nervous? a little scared when they're standing on the diving board, but you just got to jump in the pool. Get okay. wet, man. All right. Oh, God. No. There's a great analogy <laughs> for the, the day. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. They obviously don't understand what I'm saying. Jess, do you get what I'm saying? We get what you're I saying. You're scared. Will you let I Jess answer? You've had your you. chance to answer over there. Let Jess answer now. I do. I sympathize with you, Dave, because I don't know that I could be in the dating world in today's day and age. And but I do. I'm proud of you for stepping out of your comfort zone. Oh, see, now that's what it. I wanted to hear from you two. You're not, not going to get, get that some wool socks. You got cold feet <laughs> oh, no, to we're walk really the plank. You, you I mean, just keep dancing around. And, and yeah. What I'm am I dancing around? You. I'm doing it. I'm not dancing around. I'm doing it. I'm just saying it makes me uncomfortable. You're allowed, if you want you're me to be honest, to feel that way. Yes. Now my question is: Is he allowed to put this on the company credit card since it's for work? Oh, for God's sake. See, now that sounds, why is this for work? We just discussed it on the show. See, this is the difference in the way I think it actually thinks. Too funny. Are you trying to write off the jeans you're buying me? Of course. Oh, God. Who pays here, Dave? I'll pay. I'm not, I'm fine with paying. That doesn't matter to me. Okay. It'd be nice to buy somebody dinner besides my son or my daughter for yeah. a change. That's the way to look at it. Yeah. So we got to figure out a place, though. Yeah, oh, we got one. We just don't want to announce it and have everybody else show up. I mean, it's already oh, uncomfortable right. enough. The well, last we need is like a, a cheer yeah. section sitting at tables all around you watching as everything well, I plays mean, out. I went on some dates a while back and actually somebody called in and said, hey, we watched Big Dave on his date. I'm like, yeah. geez, that's where my trepidation comes from. Jeff. All right, Jess, so it's on. And it's going to be a beautiful day. So go somewhere, sit outside, enjoy the weather and and have fun. See, I can wear my sunglasses then and hide my old man eyes. Oh, quick. It. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to pull out your readers to see the menu. <laughs> uh, bifocals. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> and I wish I was kidding. Thank you very much, Jess. And uh, give some love and some squeezes and some hugs to Peyton and Presley there. I sure will. Thanks, guys. Love you, girl. Thank you. All right, love you, guys. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. So the date's happening tomorrow. I don't know where yet. Uh, the lady who I'm going on a date with, Beth, she doesn't know where yet. That's all to be determined by Ashley, <laughs> who's hopefully texting her now and not ghosting her anymore. Yeah, I definitely should send her a message. All right. Oh, uh, Tracy has a suggestion for our uh, meeting place here. Guy Ferrari from the Food Network was in Milford yesterday filming at The Governor, the new little diner. Down in Old Milford. Mm, yeah. A place a neither session. of you have been to. You're both doing something new here. New memories being created. I, I, I'm I, kind of curious about the governor myself. Yeah. It's going to be on diners, dive-ins, and, dri and drives. Yeah. Let's not add another D to that with Dave. Because <laughs> if they're still filming, I definitely don't want to be there. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your first date would be on camera. <laughs> she left me for Guy Fieri. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Show. Live and local every weekday morning. Get your country on. B105. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B-105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B-105. You know what? You're right. Hopping in the Who Was Right last night courtroom this morning. We've got Serena. Good morning, Serena. Good morning, guys. You were one letter away from being a teenage witch. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. And your husband, Jeff. Now, what did Jeff do with you here? So Sunday, he knows I go grocery shopping. I go to Kroger. I pick up everything for the week. I'm ready. You know, I, I have everything in place. I have my list. And then... He shows up with a Wendy's bag. Oh, wait, no. so wait, you got <laughs> home with the groceries, and Jeff... I wa- put everything away. I have my wheat groceries. Everything is done. I'm, like, on point. And then he goes and gets a Wendy's for the family. I don't understand. Why, why would you do that? And it's like routine. You grocery shop every Sunday. This is nothing out of the blue. This is nothing new. No, this is nothing new. He knows every Sunday I have my list. I go pick up what we need for the house, for the kids, you know, their snacks, their lunches, whatever. He knows I make dinner every Sunday night, a nice dinner, and then he shows up with a Wendy's bag. Did he even get you anything? Like, did he see if you were hungry? No, he just shows up with it. He didn't even ask me what I want to eat. Oh, boy. But the whole thing is, is you had just bought groceries. You probably spent a couple of hundred bucks yeah, there. Yeah, to do. Getting with yeah, you got kids. I mean, I it's did. easy. Yeah. Wendy's is not cheap anymore. It's not like he went and picked up from the value menu. He went and got it like regular stuff. The triples and the Baconator fries and everything else. Exactly. I got to ask you a question about your dinner that you cook every Sunday. Uh, Does Do you see him eat that dinner every Sunday? Yes. Yes. Okay, it's not like he can't stand your cooking, so he eats before and then throws away the food you cook. (laughs) So it has nothing to do with your cooking? No, no. We sit down as a family. We enjoy our meal, especially Sunday nights. It's family night. We sit down. We have, you know, a a nice, hearty meal. And I make different things. I make Asian cuisine, Italian cuisine, American cuisine, whatever they want. Accepting guests? Yeah, really. (laughs) Now, when you told him to get out with his bag of Wendy's, I mean, did he did he listen? Did he go eat him, in the truck or what? I told him to go. I told him to go sit in the car and eat it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, think about it. I mean, she just went to the dang store. Exactly. All right. Well, Serena, do you have a uh, closing argument before we go to the jury today? My closing argument is that I should not have to spend hundreds of dollars at the grocery store just to eat Wendy's on a on a Sunday night. All right, Statman, are you Serena or Jeff? I'm Team Jeff, and, and I, I'll tell you why. And that that's because when you're hungry and you got to eat, sometimes you can't wait till the groceries arrive. And also... Oh, for heaven's sake. I, 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 <laughs> do you have a problem wasting food and throwing out food? Because I guarantee yes. you he's a bottomless pit, and it doesn't matter what comes <laughs> in the house, it's going to get consumed. So I'm going to say Team Jeff. 
Go through all that work for what? To get drive through? I hear you. I am going to go Team Serena. I just think there's communication missing here. Because if Nick were to ever go to a fast food restaurant without asking me what I want, that would be problem number one. And then problem number two, he brings it home right after I grocery shopped. I would not be happy with that. Team Serena. I, I still think you should have hit him with Thank the fry you. tax and just taken some of his fries. <laughs> Big Dave? All right, I'm going to go also uh, Team Serena here because I understand that Thank can be you. frustrating. Uh, you were planning on probably making a meal. You probably picked something out there at yeah. Kroger while you were shopping. Yes. Uh, my one hard and fast rule in life is I never go uh, grocery shopping hungry because I will buy a bunch of crap that I don't need. That You know, you got to have a full belly. I mean, maybe... Maybe you should have eaten the Wendy's before you went to Kroger. Then you might not have bought as much. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm going Team Serena here. But uh, two to one, we went. We sided with you. But let's see what our B105 listeners think at 749-B105 and through the B105 app. All right. Sounds good. And uh, you keep on making that Asian, Italian, and American cuisine. By the way, what what is American cuisine? Because we pretty much like stole all our food from every other country. Burgers? Uh, yeah, I think it's a square burger from Wendy's. Where's the beef? <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. The 105 Big Dave Show, who was right last night? It was Serena against her husband, Jeff. She had just gotten back from a big shopping trip. Her weekly Sunday shopping trip at Kroger had all the groceries ready to make a Sunday night family meal. Jeff comes home with a bag full of Wendy's. Mm-mm-mm. Not happy about it. We sided a two to one with Serena over her husband, Jeff. But let's see what our B105 jury has to say. And Holly from Amelia, you're on Team Jeff's side. And why is that? I do all of the grocery shopping pretty much every Sunday as well for our household. And I think Hubby might have thought he was helping out by picking up the Wendy's. I would feel overjoyed if after spending my Sunday day off grocery shopping, you know, wrestling the kids in the grocery store to come home to my husband taking initiative to just go ahead and plan dinner for us. Ooh, that's that word. Yeah, my wife says I don't do enough, that initiative thing. <laughs> ah, that's good. All right. I just got to get, get some Wendy's and I'll have the initiative thing down. Got Gluten it. free, though, for Caleb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Holly. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. And uh, Jared from Lawrenceburg, also Team Jeff. Now give us your reasoning here, buddy. Because I'm pretty sure this is my boss and he. He's lunch at like 10.30 a.m. to 11, so maybe Serena's making dinner too late. Wait, wait, your boss is named Jeff? And his wife's named Serena, so I'm pretty sure this is it. Uh-oh. Oh, my god. Okay, well, if it isn't, it's quite the coincidence, That's isn't funny. it? I eat lunch at like 10.30, 11, too. You eat like 10 lunches and breakfast <laughs> in the time. I haven't even eaten yet. Ashley's already on her second, third-course meal it's over true. there. Yeah. It's It's crazy. All right, well, thank you for the call, Jared. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Sue from Covington, Team Jeff, and so is her granddaughter. What? Wait, you're bringing her into this? <laughs> yeah, she's in the car with me. She agrees with Team Jeff. <laughs> Get her to yell Team Jeff real fast. Get her to, hey, yell Team Jeff, Leslie. Team Jeff. The backseat has spoken, Sue. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, coming up this Saturday. Pretty big day uh, for the, you know, big blue marble in the sky that we all live on going around the sun. It's Earth Day. And Statman, we got to get some expert advice on this right now. Yeah, and here's what's snapping in. Thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza, we have Sheila Fields. She's the manager of the Neighborhood Services, Solid Waste, and Recycling for the City of Covington. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning. 
All right, so uh, we're looking at doing something for Earth Day. You know, it's a big celebration. We're supposed to get out and do something for the environment. And Statman has found this new thing that he's very excited about. And what's it called, Stat? Yeah, it's called plogging. And, and I love this idea. It's basically going out and getting in the woods, getting outdoors for no other reason but picking up trash. Okay. And enjoying the outdoors. But actually, and jogging. And right? Are you jogging or plogging? <laughs> well, what? you could walk, you could jog. I don't know. Sheila, tell us about this plogging thing and where the term came from. Plogging, it actually, it's a, a trendy new initiative uh, that combines jogging with picking up trash uh, along the way when you're out, you know, getting your exercise. Um, and it was started in Sweden. But uh, Keep America Beautiful actually yeah. um, brought it to the United States back in 2016. So wow. if it started in Sweden, did they call it a plog? A plaka, meaning pick up and jogga or jogging. So a plaka to pick up, <laughs> jogga to jog, and that's where plogging came from in Sweden. Yeah. I love that. So we hope to see it grow, and we hope to see, like, you know, professional athletes or folks that just oh, nice. marathoners, you know, come out and, and dedicate at least one of your runs during this time to plogging. And me as, like, a very amateur runner over here, I think I would like this because I could get started on my jog and then be like, oh. There's some trash. I have to stop. Ooh, there's a yeah. whole I have to stop down. to pick it up yeah. and get a little breaksies. Uh, I think there's some under that tree over there. I should go lie down under it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Statman, you've actually been doing it walking. Yeah, I have been. And what's funny is I used to walk almost every day with my cha-cha dog until mm. she blew her ACL. And now I got like a, a three-legged dog and two little tiny chihuahuas that don't like to walk. <laughs> and I just, I, I lost my kind of drive to get out there and walk until I read this story where Sheila was mentioning plogging. And now I still go out with my doggy poop pickup bags. Mm -hmm. I just don't have a dog. I just fill it with like little trash. pieces of trash okay. as I go through the woods. And, nice. And I'll say our little Kenton County Veterans Park right on Buttermilk, we have less trash than any other park in Northern Kentucky. Very nice. Because oh, I yes. walk it so much. You don't necessarily just have to do it in the woods. You can just do it going down the street, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, this would be my pro tip. Um, you know, you've got those folks that, you know, want to get out and get their exercise in, and a lot of times they'll say, oh, I get out because it clears my mind and, and, and it's a stress reliever. Strategically think about, hey, where's the nearest trash can where I can dispose of my full bag once I pick up all the trash and just kind of map it out. You can really make a difference in the community where you live and you can improve not only your physical condition, but the condition of Mother Earth. Maybe you find some, something cool or something unopened or treasure. I don't know, treasure of some sort. You know, out on my walk one day, I found a $15 roll of unopened duct tape. What? And I'm still using it. <laughs> still using it. I picked that rascal up. Hey, wait a minute. Did you walk past my house? This car part's laying out there. I'm going to get to those one day. That's not going Well, oh. Sheila, thank you for filling us in on plogging this morning and uh, I hope Hopefully you have a great Earth Day coming up this Saturday. Thank you. You guys do the same, and be sure to get out there and plug. Oh, I plan to today, and that's what's snapping in thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming from Bournemouth, England, and they're courtesy of a four-year-old foster boy named Toby and the Dorset Police Department. Now, like a lot of young boys, one of Toby's most prized possessions is his toy car. And he carries it with him wherever he goes.
And during Easter break, he was getting in his foster parents' car to go for a ride when his toy car slipped out of his hands, rolled down the driveway, and went into the street. Oh, no. And before they could retrieve it, a car that was driving down the road ran over it. And Toby's car was cracked and crushed, and he was so upset that he cried for hours. Now, after persuading Toby that it wouldn't be appropriate to call the emergency 999 number to report the incident, his foster mother, Jen, helped him compose a letter to the Dorset Police Department, and it read, Dear Police, my mommy is writing this because I don't know how to write yet. My mommy said your phone people wouldn't like me calling. Today, I was getting into my car when I dropped my car, and a naughty man saw my car, and he drove over it. And when my mommy got my car from the road, it was squished and cracked, and I was very sad. Please, can you catch the bad man and tell him off for breaking my car? (laughs) Thank you, Toby. So, (laughs) that was the letter. Now, a few days later, to their surprise, they received a response from Sergeant Sophie Williams from the Dorset Police. And it read, Dear Toby, my colleagues and I were very sorry to hear this news. If we catch the bad guy, we'll be sure to let Santa know to put him on the naughty list for this upcoming Christmas. (laughs) But it's important to remember that there are still a lot of good people in your community. And you can help by being a positive member of your community and always being polite and nice to people every day. If you ever need the police, we're here to help everyone, and that includes you. From the letter your mommy kindly wrote us, we understand your car is broken, and we thought it would be nice to get you a new toy car. It probably isn't as nice as the one you had, but hopefully it restores some faith that there are lots of good people around, and the bad guys are the minority. And Sergeant Sophie Williams delivered on the promise and bought Toby a brand new toy car out of her own pocket. And Toby's mom says, Sophie has changed his world. He's gone from being frightened of the police to thinking they are his friends and they're going to look out for him. So important. It is. She added that Toby was very happy with his new car and he's being really careful with it now. And he carries it in his pocket to keep it safe. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. So many smiles. And thank you, Sergeant Sophie Williams and Toby. Take care of that car and keep coming with a good vibe. B. B105. More of the Big Dave podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we have Kara. She is a mother of one from Springfield, a service coordinator for Siemens Technology and something else. You couldn't even tell us the name right, (laughs) Sarah Kara. I get tongue-tied. You know, it happens. (laughs) Well, let's hope that doesn't happen as you give us the dad joke of the day. What do you got? Okay. Why did the old woman put roller skates on her rocking chair? I don't know. Why Why did did the the old old woman put put roller roller skates skates on her rocking chair? Because she wanted to rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Kara, you have a great day and hope you're rocking and rolling on the way home from work this afternoon. I will do that with it being 80. Yes, sir. Have a good day, guys. You too. And thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast. B105.com.